Warning, the following review contains plot spoilers, bad Russian accents, and overextended gastronomical metaphors. I know you, capitalist, imperialist, American moviegoer. You like action. You like scary. You like battle between good and evil. You like vampire. You like, how you say, cool special effect. Maybe you like to see evil Muscovite abortion which drink blood mixed with vodka with a little laminate for flavor. Maybe you like new Russian horror movie by Timur Bekmambetov called Nochnoi Dozor which in English you call Night Watch. Or maybe you don't like. Either way doesn't matter. In the end, nothing really matter. So yeah, we went to see this Russian import at the local Imagine Multiplex, which has a bar. And so it seemed appropriate to have some vodka with our popcorn. The theater was pretty empty, and by the time it was over, my wife and I were wisecracking in our best Boris and Natasha. As you've surmised by now, our best isn't very good. But I guess I'm way off topic now. Night Watch is a 2004 horror flick directed by Timur Bekmambetov, based on a novel by Sergei Lukyanenko. Night Watch just made it to the land of the free in February 2006, after some excellent post-production and subtitling in L.A. The producers wisely decided not to dub this import or to start over with a flavorless Americanized version a la Point of No Return or The Ring. Vodka goes much better with bloody Russian borscht than American cheese. Besides, they apparently had a lot of fun with the subtitles in post-production, and they're part of the movie's considerable visual appeal. Now, don't let me give you the idea that this is high art we're talking about here. Nightwatch is in no danger of becoming a classic, although I did have fun with it. It's just a visually arresting Eastern European take on a silly movie you've already seen a dozen times, a few plot twists notwithstanding. It's Highlander in Russian, The Prophecy with Vodka, Underworld in Moscow. Since ancient times, the armies of light and darkness have lived among humanity, or at least Slavic humanity, in an uneasy truce, keeping careful tabs on their opposite members, waiting for an apocalyptic final battle. These others, as they call themselves, appear to be immortal, but they're by no means invincible, and they're not above breaking the rules from time to time by, say, assassinating each other or turning regular humans into vampires. The light others stand night watch, while the more unscrupulous dark others keep the day watch. Every other has a unique power, such as enormous strength, a license to practice psychic surgery, or the ability to transform into an animal. They're all anticipating the arrival of a very special other, a child with unprecedented powers. When this child comes, he will declare for one side or the other, and tip the balance once and for all. Sort of a vampire Kwisatz Haderach. There can be only one. Nanu Nanu, yada yada. You get the picture. As the movie opens, we're introduced to Anton Gorodesky, a broken-hearted young man who's an other but doesn't know it yet. He gets a clue in the kitchen of a sort of black magic abortionist in a scene of freaky visual intensity that hooked me in right away. 
After this tour de force of hallucinatory special effects, Anton, played by Konstantin Kabensky, gets recruited to the side of the good guys as an officer for the Night Watch. Twelve years later, he doesn't seem to be particularly absorbed in his work, even after his morning pick-me-up of pig's blood. Anton's best friend is a known darksider, Anton's not very good at supernatural combat, and Anton's beginning to have some characteristically Russian doubts about the whole good-guy-bad-guy thing. But now he's on the case of a precocious little man-child, a new other who's being stalked by the enemy in the hopes of turning him into the prophetic beastie boy who heralds the end of this bizarre Cold War. So Anton goes on a stakeout with a few of his colleagues, and when they catch up with the boy, the operation goes terribly awry. The centuries-old truce between dark and light starts to fall apart. In line with the ancient prophecy, the boy's mother has had a curse put on her, signifying that he is the one who has come to unbalance everything and decide the destiny of the world. The boy's mother is an innocent, but also a vortex of evil, with a preternatural ability to attract large numbers of crows. Anton and his fellows have to find her and lift the curse if they want to short-circuit the prophecy and abort the final battle. Their opposite members on the day watch, on the other hand, have been waiting centuries for this, and they're closing in on the boy. As you've probably realized by now, the plot is getting messy, and not always in ways that make sense. Before long, we're trying to figure out how we got from a titanic battle between the forces of good and evil to a Chernobyl-like disaster at a local power plant, a commercial jetliner with a crow stuck in its port turbine, and a pot of exploding sausages. When Anton finally catches up with the cursed mother, who as it turns out is an old flame, he finds her in a room with strange wallpaper, for no good reason, and she fails to recognize him, also for no good reason. But it doesn't matter. Pace is kinetic, the characters are fun, the special effects are trippy, and the broad brushstrokes of the story are ballsy enough to keep all but the most caviling viewers sufficiently stoked. The payoff is the movie's distinctly un-American denouement. It probably won't play in Peoria, but I'm sure it makes complete sense to our Russian comrades, and has the mixed virtue of setting up a sequel. No surprise there. At the movie's slick website, Nightwatch is billed as first chapter of epic fantasy trilogy. Well, this first chapter was grody and foreign and a bit sloppy, like a bowl of borscht, but it's hearty and has enough flavor to satisfy. If and when the filmmakers dish up a second serving, I'll be there with my popcorn and my vodka. That was Dr. Jonathan Sullivan for Escape Pod, the science fiction podcast magazine. Find us online at escapepod.org.